Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, welcome to another episode of Talking Ball with Pat Leonard. Have another great guest for us here to talk NFL and all things free agency heading into the NFL owners meetings, NFL draft season and beyond. First, just want to tell you real quick about Bet Online, which remains your number one source of all your college basketball betting this season. Get analysis of every play, prop, and point at Bet Online. You'll find the latest odds, bracket contests, team matchups, and game trends at Bet Online. Updated odds for everything from live games, conference championships, right through to the Final Four and Championship game. Bet Online is your college basketball headquarters this season. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Be sure to use our promo code. Believe that's all caps B L E A V to receive your bonus. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts and where we start, we're bringing back a guest who, frankly, when we had Josina Anderson on last time, the analytics, Josina, I don't know if I told you this, but for the audio listens, for the video watches and views, they were through the roof compared to what else we were doing in the fall in our first season of this podcast. Not a surprise because of the information an insight you bring us, but it is Josina Anderson, senior NFL insider for CBS Sports. Welcome. Thanks for coming back. I appreciate that. And for all sponsors listening, you want to give me a call with respect to those analytics. I'm always taking in other sponsors and money. So just hit up the email address on my Twitter and and, uh, somebody will get back to you. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Josina, you know, one of the hardest workers in this business, obviously has her own show, Rocking the Crew. Uh, you know, I don't know when she takes off. I don't know if she takes off, uh, but super plugged in, as we know, to the NFL world on all angles. Uh, but we know, of course, there's a big name, just, you know, right off the bat, when we talk about New York football, somebody still out there in free agency who used to play for the Giants, supposedly is on a wish list for Aaron Rodgers if he ever comes to the Jets and has other suitors out there as well and is still biding his time making a decision. He is Odell Beckham Jr. And I put it to you, uh, somebody who has a relationship and who has always been plugged into the free agency scene and to Odell's world and to his stardom. I just want to know directly from you, where do you see this at this moment with OBJ and where do you see it going um, as he makes a decision here in free agency? Well, um, couple things. One, uh, I, I feel like I do know specifically where it's at. Um, but at the same time, I do have to, you know, be mindful of my, uh, you know, rapport with respect to, you know, all on and off the record conversations. Hmm. You know, what I will say is this, you know, obviously, you know, Odell Beckham Jr. is coming off of, you know, a great workout that he had at ASU. Um, one of the things that I think was really good about what he did there is that he looked more sure-footed in his cuts um, and in his change of directions um, as far as just how he mentally, the, the, the certitude with that. So I thought that that was, um, you know, good. And as far as like all of the teams that, you know, showed up and came out and did that, I thought that that was, was good, especially when you think about just the last time that he's been on the field, which was in route to, I think, winning the MVP award, uh, playing against the Bengals and uh, two Super Bowls ago. So you, you have that. I think, you know, for me, what I know is kind of the main focus for Odell, obviously, is getting back on the field. That's his sanctuary. Um, It's 
everything that he's putting his focus on as far as his life, you know, that is his main focus is just, you know, reclaiming his life on the field. Um, and with that being said, I think that, you know, um, one of the priorities for him is who he is playing for um, as far as um, the quarterback situation. I think, you know, the quarterback is is a big thing, you know, for him and being able to, as a free agent, make a decision as to who you want to play for. And obviously there are a number of teams that, um, you know, have good quarterbacks. Now, what's interesting about, you know, where he is right now with his decision, and I always say this to people as I've watched, and you and I talked about this, Pat, because you're like, you know, you have been quiet <laughs> on uh, social media with respect to Odell, and, and yeah. I have. Um, I haven't been speaking up about it as much because I just kind of watch what people say, and also because I know how fluid things can be. I mean, we just finished talking about this on my podcast with um, – with respect to, you know, just the Elijah Moore situation. And even in using Odell as an example, I mean, when he was in his uh, uh, free unexpected free agency a couple years ago, I mean, you know, if you had asked me uh, on the day that he chose that he was going to the Rams where he was going, I would have said Packers all day. And I think I've, t- I've talked to you about this before. And then, mm. you know, Jalen Ramsey called, Von Miller called, and he felt the love and he went to the Rams. And it wasn't <laughs> compared to, you know, just the amount of love. I'm not saying he wasn't getting any from Green Bay, but just the amount of energy that he was receiving, you know, from the Rams. So that, you know, that played a part. And there are teams, you know, st- that are still in his ear with respect to, you know, making considerations. And, mm. you know, part of that is, um, you know, just the, the money aspect too. And, you know, and just how important it is, not just for him, you know, but for anybody to just feel valued. I mean, and it's very hard, you know, for me to not say I don't understand that when I feel like, you know, I've experienced that too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or many of us could probably, you know, say where we've experienced that over the arc of our careers. For sure. So, you know, when, and, and every athlete reacts differently. Some, you know, get paid their value and they want to prove it even more. Like I just saw some video from Daniel Jones that was out on Twitter of him working out in the bubble. And, you know, he was looking all jazzed up. And I think he genuinely looks geeked, you know, to really show that he deserves that. And he is that guy and he has that innate intrinsic motivation. And then there are some athletes who get paid and they're like, you know, I I got my bag. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, whatever, you know? So, and, but I, I do feel like Odell is, um, a player who, and, and, and not, and he's not unique in that sense, who <laughs> likes to feel, you know, valued. And, um, and not, and I, as I hear certain people in my head of conversations that I have, well, he has to realize it's coming off two ACLs. It's not the same. And, da, 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 and no one's not naive to that. But, um, as somebody who has seen the entire workout that he had at ASU, and I have seen the entire workout as someone who has seen all of the video clips, at least that he makes available to me to see as far as his like, you know, progress. I do think that I'm not just talking from like, Oh no, whatever. Like it's from insight (laughs) of things that I've seen and things that I've heard and the amount of work that, you know, he's put in to get back at, you know, to this level. And as you and I said, like, 
you know, ex player Pat Leonard could come in and be the wide receiver for the Giants and you could get hurt week two. <laughs> yeah, right, and right. Odell could go the entire season and not get hurt. So to put a button on this, um, yes, he is having, you know, discussions. He's, you know, figuring it out. Um, and we'll see how, you know, quickly that moves. It could always accelerate. It could still take some time. Um, I don't want to get too much other, you know, details beyond that, but that's just mm. kind of, you know, where it is and, and, and just stay, just stay tuned to my timeline. <laughs> that's value. That's valuable insight. We will stay tuned to your timeline. One more OBJ question mm-hmm. before we move mm-hmm. on. You mentioned wanting to feel valued and, and to show, show you, show a person, show Odell, that they value him. And right now I know there's other teams involved, but I just want to know in new. So in the New York giants, they have Saquon Barkley, Sterling Shepard, who have openly recruited Odell publicly, privately, who show him, we want you here. Uh, You know, I know Daniel Jones is intrigued about, you know, the possibility of playing with Odell Beckham, who would not be, you know, obviously Daniel got here after, Odell was gone, so he never got a chance to throw to this dynamic, uh, you know, great wide receiver. Then you have in the Jets, Aaron Rodgers wants Odell Beckham. Then you have with the Buffalo Bills, Von Miller and Odell. No secret, they are close friends that they would love to play together again. So I ask you, do you feel that there's any stronger pull of desire to make a player feel wanted? between the Giants dynamic, the Jets dynamic, and the Bills dynamic. Again, I know it's a larger group of teams that he's considering to talking to, but do you feel like there's any stronger pull from one of those teams or one of those relationships that could make Odell feel wanted and and put it over the top, if that makes sense? Um, currently... I mean, I, I, he, I feel like he has his leanings. Yes, <laughs> I definitely do feel like he has his leanings, but that doesn't mean that, you know, somebody can't continue to um, get in his ear because I've, I've seen it happen a couple of years ago. And Got so it. that's why I really just kind of take my time with him. Um, you know, when even we're talking about it and it's like, yeah, let me know when it's final, 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 final. <laughs> <laughs> so that's because why you brought up the Because there was a couple times it was final yeah. and one final and I want to make sure it's final. Fi- I mean, listen, there are great options out there. I mean, if you're thinking about, you know, the Chiefs, the, you know, the Chiefs could be, you know, a great option. You know, the mm-hmm. 49ers and going up there and, and spreading it out with Debo Samuel could be, Ooh. you know, you know, really good. I mean, obviously, you know, the Ravens are, you know, s- still interested and, you know, making making that known, I feel like. And and it would be very attractive in terms of helping to resolve the, you know, the Lamar thing still. And then obviously Von Miller is going to stay in his ear, you know, with, re- with regards to Buffalo. And I still feel the question is, you know, how would that synergy work, you know, with him and, and, and Stefan and things like that. I just, you know, I would just be curious, you know, just in general, but, um, but I feel like the, but I feel like his relationship with, you know, with um, Vaughn is is always going to just keep that door open as far as the communication. And so you just have to kind of respect, you know, pay respect to that. Do I think he has his current leanings? Um, Yes. Um, You know, but at the same time, I still think those leanings are, you know, pending, you know, certain things. And, um, Mm. and those certain things could, you know, be, 
massaged, you know, or changed based on other conversations that can always happen at any moment, you know? So <laughs> that's why I just yeah. kind of leave it like that. Um, Love and it. so, you know, we'll see, we'll, 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 we'll see how it goes, but either way, you know, what I do know is that, you know, oh, oh, he's very, very passionate about football. You know, he's very passionate and, um, and I feel like he's just the type of player that is, is going to do the necessary work on his own and has that work ethic. Not only that, because remember, when you're a free agent and you're not with the team and you're injured, you're, you're footing that bill financially. Mm-hmm. You're footing that bill. So he is footing that bill for himself. But I do feel so, you know, he has a work ethic with that. But what I'm saying is once a team is infused, um, you know, into him as far as, you know, really making him feel a certain way, I feel like X team really gets the return benefit from that. And I, I feel like just the Rams were a really good example of that. Sean McVay is really good at making the players feel loved and really good at offensively keeping them, you know, kind of titillated as far as the things that they could be, that they could, you know, he could do with them on, you know, as far as game calling and game planning and, and he responds off of that. And so, you know, I, I just feel like I'm so curious um, and I know we're going to transition to Lamar as mm-hmm. to all of these teams that said, oh, were they out on Lamar, how they're going to do? Because my memory is really deep, Pat. It's <laughs> really deep. And so I'm going to be there to have these conversations at the end of the season, much like I'll be interested to have these conversations, you know, with some of the people that, you know, won't put up in the way. I'm sure Odell feels like they that they should. Right. Yeah, no, for sure. The the league is more exciting with Odell Beckham Jr. in it and also, in my opinion, in a big market. And for sure, at at his peak, at his top value, he is worth a lot to a team on the field and off the field. So we'll be looking forward to seeing how that develops. You mentioned Lamar Jackson. I'm glad we can segue into that. Mm-hmm. Just tell us where it stands, because it's been such an unusual situation. Rarely do we see a young former MVP come available in this way, Josina. And then we never see teams announcing that they're out on a player who would instantly turn them into a contender. So where are we with Lamar? Why is there not more of a market? Is there more of a market, but it's behind the scenes and beneath some layers? Where does it stand? So I'm not aware of anything currently active, you know, for Lamar with respect to an outside team. I do think that the uh, Ravens remain interested. Um, I think that they uh, keep in contact and keep tabs. I do think that there's a little bit more to the situation that's going on to that, that, um, Hmm. you know, I'm just not going to get into. Um, And the reason why I say that is just because, um, you know, not everything is, you know, on the record and you just have to, you know, sometimes there's just a time to hold things and, you know, there's a time to fold things. And uh, on top of that, you know, very transparently, um, I have very strong respect for Lamar um, Mm -hmm. and his playing ability and just, you know, who I feel like he is, you know, even though we don't uh, talk, you know, often, obviously when I see him in person, you know, I feel like we exchange that mutual respect. Um, He's very private and I respect um, that's just the way that he wants to handle it. And whether people agree with how he's handling or not, it's his decision. 
ultimately. <laughs> um, I know that he's getting, you know, uh, a lot of advice and he takes that advice in. And then as a man, it's up to him to decide. Um, obviously, he's not going to recoup the money that he would have had if he had those that multi-year done Um you know, in years before, you can't go back and recoup that money. But on the same flip side of that, he was okay with that. And that's his decision. It might not have been what we would have done, but Mm -hmm. that's his decision. And so can't be up in arms about somebody else's money or somebody else's pocket if that's what they're cool with. (laughs) Yeah, no, for sure. And, And why do you think, why are we hearing whenever we get a leak on this Lamar situation, and there haven't been a ton because, you know, as you said, he's private. Um, how come all these, the leaks that come out seem to be coming from the team side? We're not interested. The league side. Oh, we're, you know, Ken Francis, a person named Ken Francis is contacting teams and he's not a certified agent with the players union, but he's calling teams trying to negotiate with Lamar. Then you have Lamar having to come out on Twitter. Allegedly, because Ken Francis did say to ESPN that he he didn't place those calls. And, and then Lamar said that, that that person's not calling and negotiating. So uh, why are we why are we seeing these for lack of a better term anti Lamar leaks? Um I think they're all they vary from team to team. So mm. number 1 I think like if you start with the Carolina Panthers it is true that I heard during the combine that um they are going for a younger player. So with the Panthers I can't I can honestly say that you know that is something that I heard you know, in Indianapolis and before Indianapolis. And I think that that was their mindset. We can Mm -hmm. talk about whether I think that should be the case or not. Um, You know, me, I tend to be more in the less need, you know, philosophy of things as far as how I feel like I would handle things as a GM. I want to go with what I know as opposed to what may or may not become. Um, That's what I want to invest in because I feel like I can sleep better at night and, you know, and with whatever. And remember the other part of, you know, some of these quarterbacks that all these teams are going out and, and evaluating at these pro days is, you know, I don't think a lot of these evaluators are really good at discerning people. And, you know, at some point, who knows, you know, I may go on the other side and, you know, um, you know, consider, you know, going into the management side of things or whatever. Maybe some at some point I will do that. Um, Ooh, but, but 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 I don't feel like they are. Um, I'm marking that timestamp down. That's, that's there you go. Right I, there. I, yeah. I don't feel like um, I think discernment is a skill. And I think it does kind of play into, you know, who who I feel like I've become as an insider in terms of being able to read people. Um, I just think you either have it or you don't. And yeah. and so what I what I mean by that is that some of these players can have the greatest arm and they have the greatest pro day and they look good on the college level. And I just think the NFL is a completely different level. And what I'm looking for is can I have looked at a Richard Sherman at Indy and be able to tell that he was going to be a dog, even though he was picked in the fifth round. Can I look at a Tom Brady and not miss that he was going to be who that he was going to be after having a conversation because I'm able to detect the signs of, of inner fire. And so do you have inner fire? And also does your blood drop like that? Excuse me. Does your blood pressure drop like that guard at uh, for Kansas state at the garden last night who just went off because he just has that, he just has it. And do Mm -hmm. you have the radar for that? And so this guy might be great, 
everybody, you know, but is he, is he more Sam Darnold or is he more Josh Allen? Is he more Tom Brady or is he more Baker Mayfield? And so you kind of have to be able to, you know, figure that out. So what I'm saying is to get back on track is that I know that Lamar is, I know that Lamar is, and I don't want to hear about the cost and, oh, that's why with the commanders, we're going with Sam Howell, it's cheaper. And that's how the Eagles did it because they're building around. They were able to do it because he's cheaper now and all that other stuff. But at some point, a franchise quarterback is going to cost what a franchise quarterback costs. And that's what it is. And you have to figure it out. Yep. Uh, One more on Lamar. And well, it's kind of a double barrel question. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you, what team do you think he ends up on come September? And then the other question is, and this will lead into our next uh, topic is, do you think the Jets should be calling Lamar Jackson should be pursuing him at the stage where Aaron Rodgers has said um, that he intends to play for them, but there's a standstill there. So I guess that's my kind of twofold question is, should the Jets be making that phone call? And then the second one is, when all said and done, who do you think Lamar will be playing for this season? So I can't really fault the Jets for pursuing Aaron, especially with Nathaniel Hackett and all that other stuff. I still think Aaron does have it, and I definitely understand it. Um, I don't think Aaron is the better long-term plan in comparison to Lamar, but I certainly understand getting him and how one could possibly think that you maybe you could do both, you know, that you could have Aaron. If Aaron has told you in those meetings at his house in California that he is at least thinking that he'll give you two years and Lamar plays on a tag, you know, at least next year, maybe you have the opportunity to, you know, get Lamar again. You know what I'm saying? Um, The question is, would you do it now? Um, as opposed to waiting is someone who's in their twenties as opposed to someone who's getting ready to be in their forties. I mean, um, I, exactly. <laughs> I, I mean, again, I, I think that, um, I, like I said, I can't, I, it's a hard question cause I can't fault the jets, but I obviously feel the better long-term plan is, is, is Lamar. Um, mm-hmm. now as far as where I think Lamar will be, I would say the Baltimore Ravens. Um, you know, as far as where the current market uh, stands, if the sale for the Washington commanders were to happen sooner, I think that he would have a very strong chance of, you know, going to the Washington commanders, especially with uh, juicy with Magic Johnson being a part of if assuming the Josh Harris group it becomes, you know, owner and with Magic Johnson there, I just don't see how knowing the relationships that I know that Magic Johnson has, uh, it, you know, that indirectly connect to indirect things. I, I don't see how those conversations wouldn't happen. Um, at least, you know, trying to s- explore that, that would be my thought. Um, so that's oh. what I think now. And I think, I think that beyond the reason why I just even put the commanders out there is when I think about Lamar's personality um, and his vibe, I think that he works in the DMV. I just think that that's outside of Florida. I think his, his, his brand works in the DMV. So that's where I think it, and, and people are, Oh, well the Ravens wouldn't ship them. You know, the if the commanders give the price, mm. I think that they would. I think that um, people are human and everyone has their patience levels on both sides. This is dragged out for a long time and it's emotional. 
I think I can tell that by just the various people that I've talked to. It, it's a, it's an emo, it's an emotional situation. Um, and even in those conversations, I would say that I try to remind people that I'm talking about, <laughs> don't make this more complicated than it is. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. No, seriously. I'm, you know, I do say this. I'm like, don't make it more complicated than it is. At some point, this will arrive to a deadline and, um, you know, deadlines for action. And at that point, you're either going to sit on the pot or get off. You know, what is it? Piss in the pot or get off the pot? You know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> you're going to do what you're going to be on the pot and you. piss or you're not going to be on the pot and piss. And yeah. you're going to have to either go left or right. And so when that time comes, you're going to make a decision. So um, if the market remains the way that it is, you're either going to grab that 32 mil. Now, obviously, I think that they should do right by him and not just be paying him the 32 mil. I don't think that, you know, court court. Daniel Jones and Kyla Murray and all these people should be making more money than Lamar in 2023. So just because you can do that because that's what the tag stipulates doesn't mean that I think you should do that because it goes back to our conversation about mentality. What's going to be racking between both of his ears as he's playing for you all season. Take mm. care of that homeostasis. Take care of that, e that mental equilibrium so that, it, so that it, so that it gives you that reciprocity. Huh? Yeah. No. Yeah. You're, you're dropping, you're dropping knowledge and big vocab on the listeners. I love it. But that's what I feel. And then don't get me wrong. I mean, I have a long podcast about this on my timeline now about Atlanta. You know, again, I have all respect for all individuals and I, and I get the build out plan and build slowly and you, you got to get the other pieces and build up the trenches and all that other stuff. But I'm sorry, you know, Atlanta is just to me, that is just too easy of a fit. You know, you get the quarterback first and and do it yeah. the other way around. Not the not the other way around and then hoping you get the quarterback. That's just not the way I would do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> and if it if it means that yes, you had to lose out on acquiring a Jesse Bates and all that other stuff, then yeah, that's what you do because you have the guy that touches the ball every possession on offense. <laughs> that's why. Yeah, that's that's why. right. You uh, you jogged my memory on something. I wasn't planning on asking about this player, but I mean, and if we're if we're not um, if there's nothing current on it, we don't have to get into it. But when you mentioned Lamar, other than Miami being or in Florida being a great fit in the DMV, it brought me back to my kind of jaw on the floor. Like the Dolphins aren't really going to run it back with Tua here, are they? And I remember back at the combine, you were the one ahead of everybody reporting that they were going to discuss all options when it came to their quarterback situation. That word did absolutely 1000% did. <laughs> so my, right. Yeah. So my question mm -hmm. is, are they going, are they going to at this point after picking up his fifth year option, are they going into this season with him as their starter or is there still a chance that Tom Brady, you know, could, uh, could be the guy as they tampered to try to get happen in years past or that Lamar Jackson could enter the picture in a trade there. Okay, so I understand your question, and I really yeah. feel like your question comes from you know a lot of the people in the Dolphins uh, that you know that cover the Dolphins or locally in that area, spinning what it is I said and I didn't say. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, if Tua is going to be there, he's going to be the starter. Full stop. Okay. <laughs> so if he's if Tua's there, he's going to be you know the starter. The question is, uh, or the point of the matter is, the team did their due diligence. They gathered information internally to do their due diligence, and they should do their due diligence, um, not only because the job requires due diligence, but on top of that, uh, you have the extra added piece of uh, Tua's history, which just is what it is. It doesn't yeah. take away that I love Tua as a player. 
I think he made market progress and the stats show that from, you know, his career year in terms of touchdowns and interceptions or passing yards and leading the league and, you know, passer rating and all that other stuff, whatever it was that is not necessarily on the top of my head right now. Cause it's been a while since we talked about it. Yeah. Um, but my point is, is that knowing his history, you had to discuss the Aaron Rodgers, you had to discuss Lamar and you had to get the opinions on that. And I think that there are quarterbacks like Patrick Mahomes or whoever who have, um, you know, gotten their deals after being in the league three years. And when you do the fifth year option, the fifth year option is not a long term deal. And I was really right. real. I, I can't even say I was surprised because I know how it is in our media business. Right. But just like. <laughs> you know, all of the people that were just, you know, jumping on the cosign train for their relationships, you know, right. You know, I'm, just, I'm with you. Oh, this is, Oh, this is a big show of confidence. And it's a, it is a show of confidence from his football standpoint because he deserves that. Matter of fact, he deserves it in my opinion, based off of just how this stuff was handled with his concussions last year. <laughs> There's Thanks a lot of things that yeah. they could be leveraged, you know, for that, that I feel like he deserves and he is phenomenally accurate and he is, um, all of these things. Right. But at the same time, you know, long-term deal is not a long-term deal Justina, and, and make you know, no mistake that Tua was searching for a long-term deal. Make no mistake mm. that also, um, that, you know, he switched representation right before this decision was made. And there's even more to that that I'm not going to get into that. Mm. I, I don't I don't tweet about everything I know and don't know. You see what I'm saying? So I do. And as you know, unfortunately, people don't want to live in the real world, which is a world of nuance and a world where often in the NFL, I've encountered this as well, where conversations happen, uh, entertaining hypotheticals, entertaining trades, trade conversations, entertaining replacing players that never come to pass in reality for one reason or another. It doesn't make it not true. In fact, if, oh, I mean, point, we don't even have. There's, it's, it's not even to, worth the breath to explain. Right, right. Explore exactly. means explore. Right. And all of no, a sudden, no and all of a sudden, it, it just got taken into this whole other thing, which I never yeah. said. As far as well, two is definitely going to be the starter. <laughs> But I never didn't say it was not going to be the starter. No, seriously. Like <laughs> I know, that, that, I know. That, I'm that laughing mess at... that, that mess gets on. No, I know I'm not no, seriously at you. It's yeah. seriously what we're talking about. Like it, that like, gets on my nerves is like, you know, listen, if, if one thing that you know about me is that, especially if I see it, I give credit to everybody. Mm-hmm. That's never yes. not me. You see what I'm saying? Yep. So. You know, it's like, and at the same token, if I break something in somebody's market, let's not go all out of our way to, you know, distort it and and change it and do all the things that I didn't say that it was simply because we're trying to mind our turf. Yeah, right. I mean, nine times in that video, did I say due diligence and exploring? And if you don't think conversations were have, then I like to, you know, sell you, you know, a beach in Vegas, (laughs) like a real one. You know what I'm thank, saying? Yes, I do. And thank you for clarifying. Um, mm-hmm. Last question. I've taken up a lot of yeah. your time here. I yeah. know you're very busy. Uh, just where does, why isn't Aaron Rodgers done yet? Packers, the Jets, will it get done soon? Where does that stand? Um, Because both sides are trying to maximize what 
both sides feel like they should have based on how they both perceive their leverage to be in this moment. I personally, um, I understand that you have to get everything that you can get and you have to be careful of not giving up everything that you don't feel like you should give. But as I have said to free agents and, and I've told you this, Pat, and as I say to the team, focus on moving forward and getting yourself in alignment. Every day that you collect good energy is a day that you need good energy to do what it is that you're going to do. Yeah. And every day that it's not resolved is another day that you're out of alignment. And I'm really, really big on that. And I'm not saying that because of that, just hand over for first and just, you know, bend over right now and just do it. But what I'm saying is if you know that X amount of compensation is just going to get it done and you're 75% okay with it, just get it done. Hmm. Just get it, just, just get it done and figure out a creative way to make up for it later. That's just, just, just move forward because this whole angst of it, like, just think about all of the energy that can be harvested and galvanized inside of Florham Park right now, knowing that it's done, that you're missed every day. Think about how, what you would be doing, your energy would be every day that it's not done. So to me, think about what you're gaining there. Mm -hmm. As opposed to what you're losing by a freaking pick. And I just don't value these picks the same way that some of these teams do. I value more known commodities and more mid-level veterans. That's what I value. And and Josina had a great conversation with Brian Costello from The Post on mm -hmm. her own podcast about this exact topic. And And you bring up a point that I think Costello was talking about too. It's there are people maybe in the Jets organization, their jobs are obviously to maximize the value, to try not to give too much up, all the, all the, all those things. But when it comes down to it, owner Woody Johnson could end up being the voice that brings the reason that you are bringing to this conversation right now, which is how many years are we going to get out of Aaron? Let's say it's two. Do we want to wait until after the draft, until we drag into the summertime, until whatever the case may be? Do we want to wait even till late April to get a guy in who's only going to be here for 24 months possibly and try and hit the ground running without a longer runway to develop the relationships, the chemistry, the rapport, and the situation that you're hoping is going to be a short-term shot in the arm to immediate success, right? So I think maybe the owner would be the one most likely that would share your viewpoint in the long run. I mean, I just don't think you'd get into this whole machismo battle. <laughs> I, I just, this to me is where you benefit from having a female in the room. And mm. if I were, you know, vice president of the jets and if I were assistant GM or if I were in that room, that's exactly what I would be saying. Move on, you know, just, just get it, just get it done and then now you solidify that you finish, you know, everything out with your free agents and just get to building and building positive vibes only. And, you know, all break, no gas or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> go, go, you know, and I, and I love that. And I'm not, and I'm not making fun of, you know, no, I got that because yeah. I, I love it. What I'm saying is that's what you should be building is, you know, the titillation of that vibe. You see what I'm saying? And go ahead and, and get to harvesting and drop your row in, in, in the, uh, 
in the soil, so to speak, and get to mining your 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 field because every day that you're not doing it is every day that the root is not that much deeper into the ground. Hmm. And and right. and and that's just the way I look at it. I look at things more from an energy standpoint. And you know, it's the same thing I tell free agents that I talk to. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you can haggle back and forth over this million and that million, or you can just get yourself in alignment and worry about how you can also get those millions elsewhere based off of your decision of where you're going to be anyways, right? And it doesn't mean that you aren't due because certainly, trust me, I want all my money like that damn mean, give me my money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I, I want my I want my money too as far as, you know, what I uh, deserve. But, you know, when you're at that point where you feel like, you know, uh, is it really going to get any better or you're, you're kind of wasting time in limbo, you know, who's to say what you creative ideas you would have had in those days that you were in limbo for monetizing yourself outside of football that you were missing because you spent time trying to get an extra, you know, half a mil or a mil and a half from X team. It's a great point, Josina. Getting Rogers done quickly gives the Jets more energy. You give my podcast tons of energy every time you come on and insight and news. She is senior NFL insider for CBS Sports, Josina Anderson. Josina, thank you so much for making the time. Really appreciate it as always. That's right. You do make sure you drop that senior on there, Pat. You drop that senior. Oh, I don't miss it. You know, you know it. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.